Would you call yourself a socialist? Uh, no. You've never told a lie in politics? No, no. See, somebody sent me a video actually last Friday and it had you talking at the Socialist Community oh, Court. Yes, yes. And you mentioned the word comrade uh, about four times in a minute. What was that about? It was a rally and I would have been about 25 years old. Comrade, 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 comrade. My guest this morning is Liz Lambert. Liz is a lawyer, a New Zealand lawyer. She lives on Waiheke Island. She's been involved with the uh, some of the movements, early Maori uh, land and Maori sovereignty um, issues over the years. But now Liz is very much involved in a lodial title, a lodializing title, and showing people how to do that so that they have full control of their property and it's, that it's not controlled by the government or by councils. And Liz also is uh, quite involved with Section 83 of the Employment Relations Act. I think it is Section 83. And uh, you'll find that on Facebook, uh, Section 83 NZ. And on that, you want to join that group. If you're an employee and your boss has said to you you have to be vaccinated by a certain date, you have to show vaccine passes and all that type of thing, you need to be involved with this group on Facebook. And that's Liz Lambert's. Liz will soon have her own page. I think it's, she told me it was alodialworld.nz. That's coming soon. And so that's Liz Lambert coming up shortly. Now, we can't assume that the Delta variant came from China. It very well could have come from the United States. In fact, I have some very credible virologists who happen to be my best friends who think this strand may have come from a hot Bikram yoga class in either Portland, Oregon or Brooklyn, New York, because this is a small, unventilated room filled with hipsters who are not showering, they're not sanitizing, they're definitely not shaving the genitals or their underarms. There's a lot of bacteria that can build up and create what I like to call a super droplet. Now, if this lands on a genital and somebody hits the town and starts, you know what, Keep in mind, these are polyamorous people, so they have anywhere between five to 10 to 700 partners. This could be a real super spreader event. So you've got to get your third shot. And if you don't, just get over it. I'm part of NZD SOS, and we have sent Jacinda regular updates on the danger of the vaccine and its inefficacy. So they have the information in front of them. They know what it's doing, but they're failing to stop the vaccine rollout. Therefore, I would have to say that they are complicit with the end desired end result of this vaccine, which I believe is to depopulate as many people as possible as per the wishes of the UN and Klaus Schwab, the World Economic Forum, and wishes to have a one global government and as few people in the world as possible. 
He's obviously supported by Bill Gates and Anthony Fauci. And the vaccine is a bioweapon emails to um, the NIH and other departments in the American government saying that it's a bioweapon, calling it a bioweapon. And the patents for the spike protein going way back to 2002, it's patented as a bioweapon. So this is in the vaccine, what, that, what they are introducing into our body via the mRNA spike protein recipe. When your child steps into the school grounds, whether it is a private school, a public school, an independent school, they become wards of the state. They become state property. So when your child is at school, it is legal for the government to move onto the school and do whatever they wish to those children. So they could move onto the school, the primary school, where the kids are quite small and easy just to sit on your knee and hold still, and they could vaccinate legally every single child in that school. So this is why this girl, um, in the camouflage outfit who got yes. ridiculed in the newspaper today and the nursing council is going to probably strike her off. She is absolutely 100% correct. She wants all the unvaccinated people or all the people who believe children shouldn't be vaccinated, whether they themselves are or not, doesn't matter, to patrol every single primary school in this country all times that there are children on the ground. So she says the retired people, the unemployed people, anyone who believes the children should be vaccinated should be there waiting at the school gates at every hour that the children are there. And if the vaccination buses roll on up, yeah. they should stop those vaccination buses from touching the children. And if that means sealing the doors shut or, you know, I don't know, she doesn't want to attack the people, but she wants to slash the tires so the buses can't be used, anything. and. You know, they say that's bad and that that's terrorism. No, it's not. It's terrorism to inject children with a poisonous substance that you know will injure them, maim them, make them infertile and possibly even kill them. And if we have to stand at the gate of every school in this country for every hour that the children are there, so be it. You know what they're going to do, that you know what they stand for, you know what their ideology is. The problem is the, the right of politics, if you like, which doesn't exist because they've all cuddled up with the left. Uh, and um, the right represents freedom, it's meant to anyway. And it doesn't exist and because everyone's being so nice. And we, in that way, we, we kind of deserve to die because next year is going to be the horrific, most horrific year in human history. And people don't, aren't prepared to believe it because they're determined to look at the world through the eyes of a decent person. As uh, Sev Zelenko says, you're looking at the world through the eyes of a decent person. You can't do that when you've got communist murderers on the other side. You can't do that. You've got to look at it like they look at it. They're evil. Um, everything they do and everything they say backs that up. And uh, if we can't see that, you know, we are all dead. That's how I see it. You know, this, this requires a very strong dare I say it, masculine response. Um, they have to step up. The, the men have to step up at times like this and be men and stop being wussy about it because that's what we're being at the moment and that's why we're going to die and our children are going to die. If we, if we put up wussiness against communist or whatever you call it, globalist, communist, technocracy, whatever, fascist, it doesn't matter about the word, they're evil. Good morning, Liz. Good morning, Grant. 
you've got some interesting information for us this morning. Well, I think it's important information uh, because I think a lot that's been hidden needs to be exposed now because uh, we can't go on the way we have been with um, people touting unity and uh, solidarity and doing um, deals with the Crown. Right, and you're talking, in particular, you're talking uh, uh, Maori groups, Maori groups that are meeting with uh, government or police officials. Yeah, yeah, I am talking about that, Grant. Mm. And you'll remember that um, we talked, um, we had a a long um, interview uh, um, months ago Mm. about the treason documents. Yes, yes, the Maori nation, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, N A um, M A U R I. Yes, yeah, I remember okay. that. And I told you at that time that it was made up of lots and lots of groups. Um, well, Pur- lots and lots about thumb about and... six. Mm. Yeah, yep. well, purple thumb was kind of the, the, is the Australian cuz. Right. Um, but there's things like Kahuyarau, this um, r- um, the Ratana Church. There's the King Kingitanga. There's um, there's um, paramilitary group. Um, really? Oh. The, yeah, the Tuhoi um, paramilitary group were involved. Mm. Is that with Tamaiti? Um, yeah. Mm. And, um, and Hei Whakaputanga. And, um, of course, um, NZPP, as it was headed by... Um, um, Billy Tikahika. Billy Tikahika. Yeah. Right. So, um, and of course, I think I said at the time that Billy Billy TK Billy Billy TK's father um, had been uh, what what would you call cultural advisor to the UN? Oh, I didn't. For, um, mm, I did, did I? Yeah, 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 right. yeah. yeah. He's, but he's Billy TK's father is, is what? Uh, Billy's TK Billy TK's dad, senior. He's he's donkey deep and all that stuff, isn't he? Oh, absolutely, mm. yeah, yeah. Mm. And this goes back to the days of um, um, Tamaiti as well. Right. So Tame has resurfaced again. Has he? He must and, be getting uh, on. He must be 75, was... 80, isn't he? No, he's no? not. Is he's he? only the same age as me, for goodness sake. Is he? Yeah. 32. Yeah, he just, he just look, since he got here. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, maybe he might be a little younger than me, actually. Um, yeah, no, he's he's looking very, uh, you know, um, and I think beginning people are beginning to see see through it, but I think it needs some of these um, very um, confusing threads tied up. Yep, very good, Liz. Right, so you remember when the um, when I talked about the treason document and said. What they've done is they had handed over um, the the government in the form of um, um, I won't say the government I will say the executive in the form of um, um, JC um, yep. sorry um, Jacinda Ardern mm-hmm. um, or someone who signed on her behalf but anyway the videos are on the on the um, on the interview I did on Counterspin. Right, yeah. Um, videos of 
of actual the actual um, sign over when they received received um, the document. Yeah, they received yeah. the documents and they signed on the back. Now that's a particularly what's called um, postmaster trick. It's like putting a stamp or a seal um, on the back of it and signing on the back of the document. Right. The, the people so were... it's nothing to do with just an acknowledgement. No, it's all to do with this postmaster. Oh, and, um, I've heard you mention that. You know, it can't, it, it's something to do with money. Um, the, the people who've done um, all sorts of sovereign stuff over the years might recognise it. The postmaster people, the people who are doing that, because there are people doing it definitely in this country, they will understand what it means to sign on the back with a stamp. Right, it's kind of like, um, you know, seals the deal. Do you, th- you don't sign. Do you yeah. think those people that received those documents um, at Parliament by the the Maori Nation, do you think they realised what they were doing when they were signing? Yeah, they do. Yeah, because I I wondered yeah, whether absolutely. they thought they were just you know just signing that they had received. Yeah. You know, like when you sign for a mail, you know, you've no. got to sign for you know no. registered mail. That, that, no, that was that was set up. They were prepared for them to come down. Mm. All beforehand, there had been way back in the, I guess it was before even the COVID um, was probably a good three years ago. Mm. Um, 2019. I was asked, yeah, yeah, because I was asked to do the, you know, basically write write the document that would would put the legal stuff in place, the the explanation, all the stuff about the the treaty and, you know, and uh, da, 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 da. Except then they decided, oh, no, the treaty um, isn't going to work because um, the... um, Oh, no, that's right. They, They thought the treaty... They knew the treaty wasn't going to work because... Um, the the queen, um, the Mary had, Queen, had no, oh, no, our, the, our uh, you know the yeah. um, Elizabeth the second, yeah, that she um, wanted to, was going to stand aside anyway, and also that she'd actually put that it was a, co- a corporation, it was a corporation, and so the the Queen um, Elizabeth just a figurehead, but but why they're still interested in her is because. She's got control of a couple of trusts that they're interested in. Uh, one is the Victoria Trust and one is the um, William the Fourth Trust. Okay. I've also so seen she's... real estate with her name on it, you know, the, 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 yeah. on the title, that she actually owns uh, a couple of buildings in Levin, of all places, that I was interested in. Oh, okay. And uh, it, had, uh... it was owned by Her Majesty the Queen. It was Elizabeth, it, uh, and it was... Her property. She was on the title deed, which I found interesting. Oh, okay. Mm, they were auctioning Yeah, sometimes properties. she'll, sometimes she'll. Um, well, she's had a bit of trouble then, isn't she? Because of course, with sixteen forty nine, she signed. Uh, she signed wrongly. She should have called herself Elizabeth Windsor or something like that. She might lose everything once she's oh. once it's exposed. Oh, okay. But anyway, yeah, I'm losing getting, my faith getting... in the monarchy. <laughs> a bit undermined. <laughs> I used to be yeah, a monarchist, sure. as you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Well, anyway, getting back to um, what happened down in Wellington. So it became, I, I went down a couple of times mm-hmm. and it became obvious that that Maori sovereignty people were really trying to run the show. Yeah. Uh, they were, you know, they were keeping the mic. They wouldn't let people talk. They were censoring people, et cetera, et cetera. Um, the, um, uh, the Freedom and Rights Coalition um, were trying to get people to move at one stage, you know, with tr- just trying to run the show, basically. And um, anyway, um, then, the, then, the, then they started this stuff about, well, um, this uh, Ngāti Tama uh, should, you know, with a tangata whenua, apparently. Oh, yeah. And then um, then you got people from all over. you got sovereignty people from all over because everybody's, you know, it's like us. It's like we, um, if we'd been a tribal people, then we'd pick um, as many as of our ancestors as if, if we wanted mm. and say, okay, well, I've got a Winstanley. They're, they're, they're the Winstanley tribe and I've got a link to them and they used to live here and, and I've got Lamberts and then I've got, um, um, I've got Browns and I've got Taylors and I've got and I'll pick all of those and I'll say well where did they live right I can make a claim then right all of that so mm. you've got every every iwi and his and his dog <laughs> were down there at, at it was kind of Maori Game of Thrones well that's, that's alright yeah so then um they um, and then they had a little um, one time they had a little they tried to set up marae there okay and and that uh, you know and every if every if it was all the marae then it was all going to be okay yeah well yeah that's true except that that it excludes everybody who's not Maori <laughs> marae isn't um, it is to do with you know the 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 tūranga waiwai of the people who have a right to that it's like you know it's like this is my place but you know i have to be and you might be welcoming or not depends so it all becomes very um subjective very um you know depends on whether you're on you're on good terms with me or not whereas with the lodial it's all belongs to the people Mm. who are occupying at the time right as or, or would you say um, not belong so much, but you have the you you have the jurisdiction as the custodians. time that you're staying there. Mm. Yeah, you're custodians of it. Mm. Yeah, which was really what was going on there. Everybody was being custodians and kaitiaki, if you like to mm. use the Maori word. It seemed really good at the beginning, land. didn't it? At the start, they were doing they were doing absolutely terrific. Mm. So. Then, um, of course, we had the carry-on on, was it Tuesday or Wednesday? When the police came down and tried to pull everyone out of there? Yeah. Mm. When not tried, did. You know, the attack, basically. The last one? In the early hours. Yeah, this, this was it, what day was it? Oh, yeah, just this week, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was right. Yeah, this that, week. We had a tip-off yeah. on that, that, that. They were training in Auckland and they came down on Sunday and they were going to do it on Monday, yeah. but they waited because they obviously knew that we found out about it. And so they waited till the following day, Tuesday, yeah. Oh, it was probably also to do with their, 
the date. The dates have got a lot to do with it. It was the second, wasn't it? Um, I think it was. Yeah. So yeah. Mon uh, yeah. Um, well, no. Um, the Tuesday was the first, wasn't it? And was it the, the second first? was Wednesday. Well, wasn't it Wednesday they attacked? Oh, it must have been Wednesday. Yeah, must have been. Yeah, but yeah because we... it was earlier. It was early hours of the morning. It yeah. wasn't. They started off very early. Helicopter first. and yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And apparently, now we find out that there was a letter. Um, there was there was negotiations going on with Heifaka Putanga people down in um, what's it called P Piri uh, Piritia, I think is um, it's it's the big um, sort of um, Wellington Marae, I suppose. Okay. Um, Pikiti or something. Anyway, it's all all built with um, with the, with the public's funds, right? Mm -hmm. But they were all down there with the police, excluding everybody else, including other, including Maori who were who were not on on their um, on you know not supposed to um, know what's going on, mm -hmm. and um, the Maori wardens were down there apparently. Um, and they were all all talking with the local council and the police and the government, you know, and, and there was all this stuff about, oh, no, um, you know, no, the, the, the government aren't coming out and talking. Yes, they were. They were talking to them. They were talking to a well, certain tribe, is it, or a certain group of tribes? Yeah, yeah. That, well, they were to, talking to a certain group mm. of elites, of, of political elites, let's call them that. Right, because I'm I'm not going to pick on any particular iwi, but um, those iwi lot, they're a real bad lot, and they have absolutely sold out their people. Yeah, well, you can see what they've been like with the with the um, vaccinations, um, all all um, pally pally with the with the crown all of the time in exchange for lots and lots of money. Yeah, lots and lots of money. So. Um, I don't want to see the same sort of stuff go down in other freedom camps. Right. So I would say to people, do not, if, he, if there's any talk at all of, oh, well, you know, we, you can be under our umbrella. You don't need to be under their umbrella. Right. You are a lodial. You, whether you're Maori, Pākehā, whatever you are. Yeah. Any, any creed, any race, doesn't matter. You're the people. You're the common people. You're not the elites like these people think they are, right? They're just elites that have that have sold us common people down the tube so many times, and they will do it again and again and again. And um, yeah, and there's no need to be um, negotiating with anybody. What what's he to negotiate about? Once you're you've taken a place as a lodial, then then you stand on your own two feet. You don't need to negotiate with the police or with anybody else. Just you know, don't don't get into it. Don't get into it. So there were some but, people. Um, oh, carry on, Liz. Yep. Yeah, go on. Sorry. Oh, that's all right. You carry on your thought, and then I'll, I'll I'll make a note of it, and we'll talk about it then. Well, I mean, I mean, I'm not just looking at this as an outsider 
Um, I had a call this morning from uh, an old friend, um, and she's Maori, and uh, I knew her from Pātia. And here's the thing. She called me about a number of things, but she was, you know, she'd seen seen that I was there. Her sister was there, and and um, and uh, anyway, she she was really angry about the way that they'd been shut out of um, what was going on with the iwi and the rangatira, etc. Down there, you know, she's been a an activist for years and years, and she actually come in and. Um, one, one time I went to see Tamae about, um, must have been about 15 years ago, maybe 10, 15 years ago. Hmm. And, uh, yeah, she uh, she said at the time she thought he was a, a great man, but, um, yeah, she's, she's changed his mind, her mind. About Tamae uh, He's got, yeah, yeah. That, that, they're, they're, um, they're waiting. They're waiting for all of this to, to crash and for all of us to, you know, get into line, and then that crown will take over. That Māori crown Ma- Māori will take crown. over. I met Tamiti yeah. once in Whakatani, nine, t- mm. uh, about 2009 I met him, 2010. Mm. Mm. Yeah, well, you know, he's still dreaming about 50 years ago. Yeah, they this 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 he was talking about oh you know um, how he'd been down there and he had his little tent and about Natamato and that that's how I know him through Natamato. Mm. Um, and he was saying oh you know that um, he'd gone up into seen uh, I forget who was the um, um, Maori affairs guy at the time and you know and said oh. I'm, I'm Tamaiti from um, um, Natamato or something, and I'm, you know, I'm just, I'm just coming to check out, you know, this is da da da. Well, they, they don't get chucked off. That's what I mean. They've been holding hands with the crown for a long, long, long time, and then he goes on about how terrible it was and how terribly they've been treated. Da 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 da. They don't know how, you know. How bad you can be treated, right? Not not in the last fifty years there hasn't been, you know, there hasn't been anything like that. And he's been going on about it, and uh, and I think dreams. people are starting to say, oh well, hang on, what what's the difference? It seems like we had the same sort of stuff at school. Yeah, we got we got smacked with the strap as well. My yeah. goodness, it wasn't of just we did. <laughs> and if we were speaking a foreign language uh, during an English class, we'd get a slap over the wrist as well, over the, over the knuckles oh, no, as well. I don't, I don't think it was for that. It oh. wasn't anything. To, no, he's too young for that. Oh. That's another generation, for goodness sake. No, we used that to. It wasn't going on. No, that's right. But that if, wasn't uh, going on in his generation. Yes, I, exactly. But, you know, you hear stories about this, about people that weren't allowed to speak Māori and oh, that. Well you, well, you shouldn't be speaking Māori in an English class. You shouldn't be speaking any well, other language that, because it's well, rude to talk a foreign they're, language. They're, well, it wasn't so much rudeness. It was like Māori wanted to learn English. Exactly. And wanted to read and write English. Their parents, hmm. Right wanted them to learn. They, that's why they sent them to school. Hmm. 
they didn't have to go to school. There was right? a seven, three, 377 they were, uh, and, and, signature you know, petition. And, uh, they were sent, or their, you know, and their parents were glad to have a school nearby because it was, they were living in the 20th century, for God's sake. <coughs> Excuse me. Hmm. You weren't going to get anywhere if you couldn't read and write English. That's of right. Course, and the parents knew that. Everyone you know, knew that. Hmm. Parents knew it. We were having entering um, a new world in New Zealand. It's just become a fashionable thing to keep on going on about it. Mm. And Tamaiti was not of that generation. Mm. People keep get, skipping their generations, getting them all wrong. Well, it's, it's like Chinese this, whispers, isn't it? They, they just oh, the story gets romanced and gets into you know. Just, yeah, just yeah, 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 yeah. Gets no, uh, no, no. Tamatoa never had any violence against them. Neither did. Um, I'll tell you what. That's the tribe, Na Tamata. No, Na Tamata was the uh, was a, a political group that was oh, okay. pressing for the incorporation of the treaty into domestic law, which it still hasn't been, by the way. Mm. Should it so be? So all this stuff of no, mm. why? Yeah, it was a, it was a bullshit treaty anyway. Okay, the Treaty of Waitangi. Yeah. Wasn't it just to stop well, it was, the Maori Wars? It was, it was, it was a bullshit. It was to, it was to buy land. Okay. Now oh, okay. that, in terms of that, it was correct. Okay. Mm. Because the thing is that um, uh, there's nothing wrong with with the buy, buying and selling of land. Ma- Maori wanted to come into the cash society. There was they had nothing else to sell. Of course. Did they? Yeah. No. And, tourism and, tourism you know, industry, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and getting and, ta- and, and talking, um, talk, talking about um, um, selling land. Two things: one, that the whole of um, Wellington was bought in the, um, apart from, oh no, it wasn't. It was bought too. Um, the whole of um, from south of Partia down to top third of the South Island was all sold by Te Rauparaha and nine chiefs on Kapiti Island um, in 1839. Right. I think about October. Well before of the claim of 18, the 1880 claim oh. to Parliament. Well before. Oh, yeah. hell yeah. yeah. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. And, and, the, and the intents of uh, one tenth of the whole claim, so you can imagine how big this is, one-tenth of the whole claim was given, what's well, not given, but was reserved, okay, reserved for the rangatira and their families. So that's a Wellington tenth. So, yeah, there is land there, but in terms of what that land they were on, it is not because that, um, the tenths themselves, they've, they've um, mostly Maori have kept them. That's a rangatira I'm talking about, yep. these people who are, you know, running running all sorts of schemes, um, but sometimes I've sold bits. But that bit there, no, that was that was bought. That was bought. Um, that all they give, they said they gave. They said they gave it. Well, if they gave it, well, they you, gave. You're it, talking you Parliament know. grounds. Yeah. 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 Um, um, so who does it belong to now? And then that, in your opinion. Well, it belongs to the people of New Zealand. Right. And can the... Um... the, 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 the it doesn't belong. 
and the building on it, of course, belongs mm. to the people of New Zealand. It doesn't belong to to um, what what um, what's his name uh, Mellard was doing mm. was saying. Okay, I'm a, I'm an agent for the owner, which is us. Okay, mm. but then of course. Um, he can't trespass us. That's what my our, next question was going to be. Know. They were saying <laughs> yeah. that you're trespassing. So even in, even in, yeah, even in paper title, there's no trespass that, that should be able to stick. On right? public on public gra- property? No, mm. no. Yeah. So because are they going he's to put... acting, he, he's acting as the agent for the owner, which is us. Right. Do you think they'll do what they did in Washington, D.C. and put a fence around Parliament? Oh, I hope so. Well, a big high fence to stop so. people going in and out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why yeah, do you hope so? We don't so? want to see it anymore. Oh. Oh, the, it's it's an ugly, you know, who would want to be near them, right? Yeah. We've got much nicer places. We do. Right? We do. New, mm. New Zealanders should uh, turn their attention to those other freedom camps and show and, and start practicing of how we want this this country to be, yeah? And so start practicing. How do you see these camps doing doing anything? It seems to me that we protest and we, you know, we serve papers it's on not, people. No, and... they're not. They're not protest camps anymore. Okay. They're examples of how we're going to live our lives. Oh, okay. Right. We're not going to ha- be having. We're not. Go- we just ignore that lot on the hill. It's the same with the mandates. For goodness sake. Just ignore you them. You know that. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Just ignore them. This is what I'm saying to businesses, etc. You know, you've got if you if they'd look at schedule nine, they'd know that in each case they can they can decide we're not going to do it. Now, when you say schedule nine, for those that aren't familiar with that, can you explain where they find? Oh, not schedule nine. Sorry, sorry. Um, section nine. Oh, sorry. Eighty-three. Clause nine. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 Clause nine. Yeah. Of the COVID-19, public health response, vaccinations, okay, vaccinations in brackets, order, order, Mm -hmm. 2021, okay. Now, that is an order, not an act, okay, that's why it's called clause. Now, clause nine, I remember saying to I remember saying to bosses in the ports, et cetera, et cetera, look, you've got an ex- you've got an exemption. You don't need to um, you don't need to do this. Oh, what what do you want us to disobey the law? We can't disobey the law. I said, you wouldn't have an exemption if it wasn't if you if it wasn't a, the correct thing to do. That's the law. An exemption means you can have an exemption. You don't have to do any of this stuff about having, um, you know, checking who's where, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. They wouldn't listen, and now they're in the they're in a lot of trouble because, of course, the the government, as I always said, has put all of the actioning of these orders onto them. They've well, they've washed their hands of them. That's why she's always saying we're not mandating. They're not. They can't. They've got the bosses to do yeah, it. Yeah, they've got the they've businesses. They've got the bosses to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And they're still going to carry on doing that. And so did um, 
uh, well, David Seymour. He's saying exactly the same thing. He's, he, he, in one hand, he speaks out of one side of his mouth yeah. and says that, that you know, it's yeah. time to end the mandates. On the other side, he says, and businesses should be free to do what they want. No, governments should say to businesses, you're not allowed to discriminate. You're not allowed to open your business and operate outside of the Bill of Rights and the Human Rights Act. Who's, who's saying that? That's what he's saying. He's saying, Seymour is saying businesses should be allowed to do what they like. You know, if they want to have mandates, that's up to them. And that shouldn't be up to them. They, they've, to me. Well, well, it can be up to them. But it shouldn't be. But they're be. going to get sued. Yeah, but yeah. they're going to. Yes, well, why not? Well, I, if I was in government, I would say no business no, is allowed to discriminate. No, we don't want the government telling us what to do. Okay? Oh, the businesses themselves have got to make up their mind, don't mm-hmm. they? If well, they are so damn foolish to do this, but they've become they little thought, governments on their own, little little um, yes, you know, well, little dictators. They become government agents, okay? Because mm. once they not only not only um, were the ones who you know had to go and get so supposedly had to go and get a, a sign off from um, these public servants. Right, mm-hmm. um, but also um, the other thing was that under uh, clause nine, go right down to the bottom, and that was what I talked to you about that interview that we had. Mm. Um, clause nine, uh, sub sub clause five D, right, where any worker. In, the, in any other industry about, apart from the ones that you've got, got um, you know, all of the MIQ workers and da-da-da. It's the, the um, exemption is in the hands of the CEO of the PCBU, right? Mm. Now, that's why I was saying you can make up your own mind about it, guys. So it's up to the individuals, but then there's the some exemption. businesses that really think it's all real and they've got to mask, you know, mask everybody yeah, up and well, vaccinate people. And... They right, well, they're going to find out that that is going to that's because that's illegal, actually, under both the Health and Safety at Work Act. It's um, it's been found to be um, breaching the Bill of Rights Act. Now, yeah. I'm saying breaching because there's no remedies under the Bill of Rights. Yeah, so yeah. It's just a de- declaration, right? But, um, you know, I mean, I don't know what will happen with... Um, but anyway, it, bre- it breaches the... I'll just go on and finish that, uh, that thought. Mm. Um, it breaches the um, Health and Safety at Work Act, um, coercion for a start, um, uh, and... Um, section 83, um, you know, it, it causes, it's a harm. It breaches um, the contracts of the workers. Um, it breaches, uh, it bre- you know, there's t- so much tort and crime. Um, there, there are so many tort and crime um, statutes um, under the Crimes Act or um, under all sorts of... Um, Statutes that you can um, you can sue under uh, that you know it's just it's just not not funny really and they still got their head in the clouds but I'll tell you what Grant 
be, be beginning to suddenly wake up to the fact, oh, oh, something's wrong. Because I think the first cold wind was when, you know, um, the army and, uh, not sorry, the defence force and the um, police uh, succeeded because then it was what I'd been saying all of the time. It's at law. Um, you can't say to somebody, no jab, no job. That's that's coercion. Well, that brings I know me. They would say that brings me to the um, teachers. Now, mm. there's there hasn't been uh, Judge Francis or Francis, uh, Justice Francis Cook hasn't come out and given us the answer to that case. We he hasn't. Is no, he still deliberating? Yet. Because it. Yeah. Well, no, they have. They haven't finished the hearing yet. Oh, okay. They start. It's ne it's never a one day thing with them. Right. Okay. Uh, so they they schedule um, Thursday, Friday, and sometime on Monday apparently. Um, but um, and then he's going to take time to write it up, right? So I don't see that there'll be a, a finding until um, probably the end of next week. Well, okay. in the meantime. You know, we've got workers who are who are being still being pushed by their bosses, but they are. Um, yeah, but Section eighty three, <laughs> we we've got some we've got some letters for them, and uh, now they're wanting uh, quite a few actually are wanting not not um, to ERA mediation. They're wanting what's called MB, um, you know, MB Ministry of Business. MBI, um, business innovation and employment. Yeah. they're the people who um, administer the Health and Safety at Work Act. They're wanting they're wanting that sort of mediation mm. now. Well, they can wait because um, they weren't interested in it before, but they're very worried. They're putting off. Um, they're extending um, sackings quite, quite significantly now. So we've still got companies that are writing to their employers, employees, and saying you need to be, you need to have your vaccination certificate before you can come to yep. work. Still happening. Yep, stuff like that. Still. And what happening. do you say to those people, employees? And also, I what say, do you say to the employers after that? I I say to them, get get your get your section eighty three. Um, it's usually a section eighty-eight these days now. And they get that once from already off from your Facebook page. Uh, yeah, on the on the um, Facebook page. Section eighty-three. Um, section eighty-three. Do a search NZ. for that. Yeah. NZ. Right. Yeah. Section eighty-three NZ. Yeah. Facebook group. Yeah. And join that. Yeah, and because also what be, should yeah be part of the what um, you do yeah zooms. Sorry. And be part of the zoom. Yeah. Well, right? what what you do is you preserve your right to sue. Right. Right. Okay. Because what's happened with the um, what's happened with the um, defence force and the police, they've um, they've been told by the judge, give the jobs back, right? Mm -hmm. But he's he's really he's really got it um, very very narrow, right? Um, uh, for the for the um, defence force. And they're now looking. Oh, oh, we 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 need to go to the um, we need to go to the ERA to you know to get some something else. What's the ERA? The Employment Relations Authority. Okay. 
Right. And what do you say to the employers that are that are wanting people to be well, vaccinated before they can buy things from them? That's happened. To I me. I would say I would say stop right there. Get in touch with um, probably the manufacturer, maybe the Employers and Manufacturers Federation. This is to an employer say, who's, who's, who's telling mm-hmm. his staff to get vaccinated. Yeah. I'd say get in touch with your association and just check, all right, that they haven't changed their mind a bit because it now appears that that borer um, will... Um, Supersede. The Bora decision will will um, affect them as well, right? Good. Because even though they thought, um, you know, it was and it was a private mandate, they have become agents of the the state because of when you look back at uh, they are mentioned, even though they're not mentioned by name, they are impliedly there in um, in in clause. 9, 5D, right? So they had a chance not to do it. And by doing it, they they implicate themselves. They become agents of the state. Okay. Now, what about businesses that are telling uh, their customers, if you don't have no mask, you can't come in? Will they be affected by Bora as well? Or are they able to do whatever they like in their business? Well, I think I think that the Human Rights Act um, definitely covers that okay. um, contingency. Uh, under the under the Human Rights Act, um, people can make complaints to the Human Rights Commission about it. Uh, there there will be, um, and now I'm just trying to think. Under the Human Rights Commission, too, if you get a complaint against made against you by a um, um, uh, you as a business for discrimination and 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 you know um, breaches of the human rights act i think you go on the list for not being allowed to employ um, labor from you know imported labor okay but what I about just customers can can businesses well, legally cust- force you to wear a mask? Well, or get vaccinated? No, 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 no. See, this but is they're the saying thing, that we won't complaints. deal with you. You can't come in if you don't. Yeah, if you're well, not leave them, leave them to it, leave them to it. Ooh. But there'll be certain places like um, here's a, here's a thing I heard this morning that you know the the terrible cases of oh what's his name. Zide Paul, Zide Felt, Zide Felt. Yes, that's you right. Know, Paul, he was Paul Zenfeld, or, yeah, yeah. Zide Felt, something like his that. Name is. Sorry, yeah. Yeah. sorry if I mispronounced your name, Paul. <laughs> Paul, yeah. But um, but they got um, uh, it wasn't from Paul. I heard it, but it was from somebody who, who was another was another victim. That's... Um, that they got a letter from I think it's. A, Commission saying, um, and I'll check on that, but whoever it is will get them, uh, saying you can't have your payout unless you're double backs. Oh, no. 
Well, I, th- I could see that happening with um, you couldn't get your social security. You know, when you get to uh, 65 now it is, that they'll say unless oh, you double, triple backs, you're not going to get that either. That's what they've got. That's what, what they've got planned, and Absolutely. this is why we must, yeah. we must fight back, and we can mm. use the Health and Safety at Work Act, mm. uh, but we will be using it. Um, we can um, prosecute them. Now, there's, um, um, because they are PCBU, right? They're, in, they're the people in charge of the undertaking in this case, right? Mm. You're not there... You're not their, um, what would you call it? You're not their employee, but you are their customer or you are their club member or you are their whatever. We've just got... Um, well, I'm not allowed uh, to go to my yacht club uh, unless I'm uh, vaccinated. Uh, oh, we have got a fantastic... Um, we have got a fantastic uh, thing going on, um, a lady called Erica. Mm-hmm. Uh, Erica... Whitcomb, 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 anyway, she's the lady from the Taupo Tennis Club. Well, she filed um, a couple of days ago her, um, in, the, in the district court um, to sue them, right, mm-hmm. under, the, under, the, um, under the Health and Safety at Work Act as a private prosecution, basically. Now, we will see. We'll see if the court will pick it up and run with it. They should, because she actually got a, um, she complained to WorkSafe because they wouldn't open the toilets. Um, she, she talked on a, a, last, a couple of the last two Zooms, I think she was she was talking about the situation there. Mm. Um, so not the last one when I had a real, well, I still have got a croaky voice, but um, the two previous to that, if people want to go and have a, have a look on section 83. Okay. Um, NZ, and there's a couple of Zooms there where she talks about what was going on with the tennis club, etc., etc. Hmm. So, um, uh, anyway, uh, she's put together a really, really good um, um, statement of claim and put it in to the court, and I think she filed it, and um, <laughs> and they trespassed her. Oh, here's a good one. So they trespassed her off. The, off the property, mm-hmm. and but they didn't. He sent. He paid a hundred bucks. The the president apparently to a process server to send. Um, you know, which would have probably been the club's money as well. Mm. To um, uh, to trespass her off to serve the trespass notice, right? So she said, "Oh, and I'm." Um, so I said, uh, "She said I'm going to set. I'm going to. Um, I'm going to go and." Um, Give him his copy because the statement of claim, you know, the other side needs to have a, needs to be served. So um, anyway, I said, well, put it down on your costs as a um, hundred dollars for the process server. <laughs> so mm. get, get them back. No, um, the, there's lots of good stuff going on, um, but in terms of um, these new, um, not new, because they've already started the freedom camps, um, Camp Freedom and Picton Cap. Camp Freedom in uh, Christchurch, um, Auckland, etc. I don't know how Auckland's getting on. It should it should blossom. Um, wherever you are, remember Elodialiser and um, just get just remember watch out for those um, 
those people who are talking about having having prior claims. They don't have prior claims. Right. Okay, that's important, isn't it? Liz, yeah. can you tell us a little bit about? I'm, I've been receiving these uh, notes saying we've got what's happening on the first of April. That it's uh, the oh, laws yeah. that were passed in the middle of the night. Um, oh, them again. Yeah, well, I'm still oh, getting them that we're, they're going to be able to come into your property and take you out oh, and put va- unvaccinated people into into um, camps and all this sort of stuff. Is there any truth to any of this? Well, what makes me think, come on, and, and it's this um, it's this fear porn propaganda, mm. Is and this is what the Nazis did. I've been reading, a, I've been listening to a lot of historical stuff about the Nazis. Really, really interesting, Grant. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll pa- on po- this podcast one's called The, um, the Real Dictators. Is, is, is that is on a, Podbean um, or Spotify? Yeah, yeah. It's really, really good. And I've been listening to... Um, the Real Dictators. It. And I'm, the Real Dictators. Okay. R-E-A-L, Dictators. Mm. And this one I'm listening to is a series about Hitler. Mm-hmm. And... Um, uh, yeah, and and I mean the playbook is just so um, uh, so so familiar, and the stuff about the propaganda, and you find out all of the names of all of the different um, you know ministers of this and that and mm. um, whatever. But um, so, do you think yeah, that that, one, back... that first of April thing is actually coming from within within the propaganda of the government? Mm, yeah. Um, yeah, is it coming from the propaganda of the government or or the executive? Yeah, but there's all sorts of shadowy figures out there that might have something to do with it, right? Mm. So I was trying to find it, about, the, what they were well, saying about it, but the, you've read well, right through the bill. Keeps, it's not there, is it, that the Public Health Response well, Act? Well, they're talking about bringing it in and it passed its... Now, remember we had this. We yeah, had this I remember it. It's the same the, thing, I think. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yes, it's the same darn thing. Mm. And everyone's panicking start, about the first. of We've got to stop her yeah. before the first of April. Do you think yeah, they? Yeah. Do, do you think they want some loose cannons to go and try and try and you know arrest the politicians or something to try and stop it? Do you yes, think that's what they're trying yes, to bait, bait yes, the, yes. the peace movement, the, the um, yes, protest they movement? Do. They do. Mm. They do, and yeah. they want the attention, and they want the drama, and they. Because this is what makes people fearful, and when they're fearful, they don't think straight. Yes. Right. Yes. So that makes now, perfect th- sense. What you're saying, that it's not from you know, well, that it's, there's no truth to it, that it's come from the enemy, mm. and they just want yeah. uh, people that are a bit a bit unhinged or been worn down by the propaganda over the last two years to go and do something stupid. Yeah, and just to and just to give in, maybe, mm. you know. Some people will give in because of that, and that's that's so so sinful. Listen, the this thing about the the third reading, okay? Mm. There's no readings of orders. Are there? They just do them. Yes. And they just write them up. <laughs> because they 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 don't go through they don't go through the House of Representatives. Mm. That's where you have readings. When was the last time they they passed a proper parliamentary um, statute in this well, country? Well, suppo- supposed to be that twenty twenty one, right? 
the, the act. They haven't had any, they haven't sat, Parliament's not sat. And when you read through the Act, you don't see anything mm. like what people are saying in those, like chain letters, aren't they? Yeah, they are a bit like chain mm. letters. Okay. Oh, well, that's good. Phew. So we don't have to go and read the... read. I suppose we should actually just go on and look at the Act ourselves. But when you read it, as John Ansell said, they're, they're not written for human beings. You know, he said they're the most terrible things to read. And unless you're like you, who've oh. got a qualified legal mind, it's, we find it just, we just want to fall asleep reading them. Yeah, but there's not a really, the 2020 Act is really short. It's only about, oh, I don't know, how, how many um, sections long? It's, I don't know, 100? I don't know, my eyes glaze over. It's, <laughs> it's very, you should try, you want, you want glaze? You look at a tax. I know, but you love all that. So-called. You love law. No, I don't. I, mm. I don't read the tax act no. or anything like that. Mm. Oh, I tax do love is just law. nuts, isn't it? I think they make it yeah. complicated but because and, they want to get and, you. And actual fact, that, that 2020 Act is written really clearly. Mm. The most important thing about the 2020 Act is, from what are you going to do, is, is for the so-called... Um, members of parliament to realise they could stop it now just by repealing it for a start, mm. the whole damn thing, because section four, now it's easy to read, right, section four of the Act, this is the 2020 Act, mm. that it was supposed to have gone through parliament, I wonder, mm -hmm. they were supposed to have had some debate, but I think they were all sitting at home with um, under lockdown. They were all panicking. At, at Everybody back. agreed because they didn't yeah. know what COVID was. We were all frightened. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And and um, and then it says under the 20, you know, it says under section 4 that the purpose is to... I've lost you. The we... risk of spread. Yeah. Yeah. So just you repeat that or yeah. you cut out there? To, to what about the risk? Section 4 yeah. is supposed to stop the risk of th of um, spreading. Yes, yeah. Yeah. There's no... Okay. And yeah. after Judge Francis that, on last Friday, the Friday before, there's no risk. The vaccines can't stop no. you getting COVID. There's no, no, there's no real risk, is no. there? So this, that whole act should be repealed. Yeah, yes. The COVID Health Response Act but, 2020 should be repealed. Yeah, 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 and it has to be repealed by yeah. the members of parliament. Right. But I think the only, yeah, and the other thing they can do if they don't want to repeal the whole act is they can take down any orders, right, under Section 16. How can they but make orders for certain groups to be vaccinated and not all of us. Like they say, it's not going to be mandatory, and yet they've gone and made it mandatory for certain no, people. They uh, no, no, they haven't. No, they haven't. They haven't. Well, they did with the police, if, didn't if they, it was initially? Mandatory, if, it, if it was mandatory, mm. or if it was, if it was, you know, a proper order, it wouldn't have exemptions in it. What they've done oh, I is they've... They fooled everybody into thinking it is, right? Right. They fooled all of these dumb bosses into saying, oh, we're breaking the law if we don't, da, da, da. They, 
And, and I won't say the boss. It's not so full... much the bosses that are dumb. It's the lawyers who who are advising the bosses that are dumb, I suppose. Yeah. And the, it seems like they've fooled the WorkSafe officers that go out there with the clipboards and tell yeah. you that you're doing it all wrong. Yeah, they've, full, they've got them all... Mm. all um, all um, dazed and confused as well. Has there been any prosecutions, like, for, for example, Steve Oliver with Oliver MMA and also the um, no. Lone Star? Have anyone been prosecuted no. and actually judgment? No. Nothing? No. So it's all just sending out fines and stuff, you know, and, and yeah. just bluffing that we're hoping for you to yeah. pay it. No, Nobody's paying, No one's I paid? Hope. Good, I hope not. Yeah. So if you get one of those, don't pay it. It's just rubbish. Just ignore Do it. Do not pay. Just... Mm. Well, right back, don't right back, it. and say no. Yeah, we're, yeah, yeah. We're, we're fighting this. Yeah, we don't believe yeah. you've got the authority and, to issue it. Yeah, and here's the other thing: they should go to Section Eighty Three yeah, on Facebook. Yeah, on NZ on Facebook, and there is a letter to WorkSafe, which which tells WorkSafe that they're going to get sued. Excellent. You've done great work, Liz. Who else is involved with you? Who Who are the other? Um, freedom fighters, you know, fighting for the freedoms of, and rights of New Zealanders besides yourself in this Section 83 Facebook group. Can you name a few of them? And I what they do? I would say everybody, everybody who's gone on there and taken some action as a fighter, Grant. Mm. Everybody's got, you know, I mean, I can think about the, the stuff, but I don't work for anybody. Mm. I, you know, um... These people have to do it, actually have to take action and do it themselves yeah. and own it. Yeah, It's a bit like elodialising your property. You've got to actually take yeah. action. And, you know, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, oh, I'll write this letter off to the council. Oh, they might target me, you know. And you sort of, you have, you have a bit, of, there's a bit of fear involved in, in actually writing, initial, mm. you know, writing that letter to them and to say, I'm not paying mm. any more rates. I'm, uh, mm. this, this is now a lodial and just putting you on notice. Mm. And uh, don't yeah. come to my place because you'll be trespassing. You'll be trespassed. Yeah. Um, the, the thing is, too, that, that being targeted is, becomes less and less likely. You should go and have a look at, at uh, um, Starve the Beast or Liz Lambert Elodial. You'll see people are taking up Elodial with great gusto now. Okay, so where did we find that? So Liz Lambert Elodial? Yeah, that's all in block letters. Yeah, and that's and .com, is it, or .co.nz? No, 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 that's, no, no, no. They're all on Facebook pages. Okay, right? yeah. What worries me is yep. with Facebook, we all get deleted off Facebook. Where do we find oh, all this stuff? One. Well, that's that's what I'm supposed to be doing, is mm -hmm. sending all of the documents over to my new website called um, Elodial World. Elodial World. NZ. Is that up yet, Liz? Nope, I've okay. got to send the, the documents over to the web, to the builder. Elodial, to the site, website builder. Elodial World. Mm -hmm. Okay, and that, will that be elodialworld.com? That, no, no, .nz. .co.nz, or just .nz? Yeah. No, .nz. Right, gotcha. Okay, looking forward to that. Yeah. Elodialworld.nz. Yeah. And on Podbean? And that'll have... That, that'll have um, It'll have uh, Section 83 documents and videos. It'll have Elodial documents and videos. And it'll have Starve the Beast right. um, documents and Brilliant. videos. And it's more, it's, it's more an archive, yeah. 
Well, we're looking forward to that. And is that a place where you can go and, and just download templates and then use those templates? Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. And will there be videos on there too, sort of like how-to yeah. videos? Yeah. That's great, Liz. Oh, thank you very much. Is there anything else you think we need to cover about um, sort of a roundup we of what's a, happened after the protest? It was only supposed to be a little chat, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, never mind. I'm supposed to be preserving my voice, but oh, never mind. We've gone for nearly an hour. So I always enjoy having you on our program. I really appreciate it, Liz. Um, oh, I'm hoping you'll. Um, I'm probably going to go on tonight and have a bit of a chat with John, and we're probably going to talk about right. uh, a few of these things. So you're welcome to join us. Um, he, so he's, I think I'll give it a. I think I'll give it a miss. You probably should with you your know, voice. Yeah. yeah, I agree. And go <laughs> and see a good homeopath. They work. Homeopathy works. I but will. The medicine doesn't work if you don't get the right one. <laughs> so you need okay, a homeopath for that. <laughs> And I was doing it myself. I was taking all the wrong remedies. Uh, yesterday, I um, got this sort of cold-like symptoms from, I think I just got overheated, and then I got a chill. Mm. And I, didn't, I don't, don't think I had a fever, or it didn't feel like I had the flu or anything like that. I just had this just sneezing, and it's just cold. It was more than hay fever. It just went on all day. And I was taking remedies. I took um, uh, 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 aconite and uh, 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 silicum, gelsemium, uvatorium, but they're all the wrong remedies for me. They weren't the right one. Even though they're, they're listed as the ones for cold, they're like cold remedies. But the one I needed for myself was Nux Vomica. And when I took that, it was instant. And it was only just a shotgun. It was just, a, you know, I wasn't doing a proper case for myself because I'm a bit of a lazy homeopath. Um, but I, that's why I recommend go and see a fully qualified homeopath and a good one. Mm -hmm. And get, and everyone should, you know, all through this COVID, homeopaths have just been quietly just treating people, treating the symptoms, mm, and keeping people, mm. getting people well again, and keeping them well. And uh, they don't they don't go and buy uh, hydroxychloroquine or, or um, you know, uh, what's the other one? Um, Ivermectin. What's the one that's um, oh, yeah. the animal one? Um, it's also a human one yeah. as well. Um, what's it called? Um, oh. Yeah, everyone laughs oh, and says, yeah. oh, it's horse paste or something. No, it is actually an allopathic medicine that mm. humans have. But homeopaths would never prescribe you anything like that. Yeah, my other half. They'll, they'll give you something which suits the suits the individual. Um, it's a nasty the, cough, the, isn't it? The symptoms that, are present, that you're presenting and very individual. So you're, they might say to you, oh, you, what you need, Liz, is, is pulsatilla or something like that. Or, but it might not be, you know. You need to have them take mm. your case. And it usually takes a good hour for a good homeopath to take your case. And probably an mm. acute one, maybe not so much, but for a constitutional um, or something chronic that anyone has, it, it can take quite a few hours and then uh, to get the right remedy. But it certainly does work. And, uh, yeah, I there's am... a good one on, on. There's a good couple of them on the island, actually. Mm. But I'll, I know one that I'll go and see. I highly recommend it. My son's studying it at the moment, and he said it's absolutely fascinating. He's reading the Organon oh, of Medicine, sixth edition, and he's looking at all these other books by these greats. The books that were written, you know, 200 years ago. He said, I can't believe they knew all the stuff. They knew that um, the allopathic oh, they knew a way was a wrong more way. Two hundred years ago than yeah. they do now. Okay. There's volumes of it. Absolute volumes, and in so much forgotten, Grant. Yes, so much it's forgotten. such a shame. But he's he thinks it's absolutely fascinating. So he's just been reading, reading, and and uh, so it's it's been great watching him. He comes to me and says, "Oh, what about this and the stuff that I've forgotten?" Because I am a terrible homeopath. I'm a lazy, lazy homeopath. Oh, it so requires you, a lot you of work. Trained as right. Okay. I did, yeah, twenty years ago. I've got a, just a practice certificate, not a diploma or anything like that. Just a practice certificate. But I don't, I don't take patients. I just treat myself but I don't even do that very well 
It sounds but, but it does work when you do the right thing. When you get the right <laughs> remedy. They won't be scared. Oh, well, well, until next time, Liz. It's great having you. Okay. All the best. Bye. We need you to stay in your home for a couple weeks. It's for the greater good. We're on after this, John. We need you to close your business just for a short time. It's for the greater good. We need you to stay home just a little bit longer than two weeks. It's it's for the greater good. We need you to wear this on your face. It's it's for the greater good. We need you to wear two of these on your face. It's for the greater good. We need you to inject this into your body. It's for the greater good. We need you to spend the holidays alone. It's for the greater good. You must inject this into your body if you want to feed your family. It's for the greater good. We need you to stop eating that. It's not good for the environment. It's for the greater good. We need you to stop driving your car and flying. It's for the greater good. We need you to stop heating your home so often. It's for the greater good. We need you to stop saying that. It's hurting some people's feelings. This is for the greater good. We need you to stop having children. It's not good for the planet. This is for the greater good. We need you to stop talking about your faith. It's offending people. This is for the greater good. We need to separate you from your children because you're not complying. This is for the greater good. We need to hold you in a facility for a little while for not cooperating. This is for the greater good. You're listening to Liberty NZ. I'm Grant Edwards. And in just a moment, I'll be speaking with John Ansell. There have been Uh. so many deaths in teenagers and now in little children. And the government continues to pay them off at hundreds of thousands of dollars per death. The exact number that you are paid off depends on your demographics. So if you live in Remuera or Takapuna, you'll get paid close to a million dollars. If you live in Northland, you'll probably get 150 because that's what people expect. And whoever would take payment for the life of their child is beyond me because your child is priceless and if your child dies, from this vaccine, you should be standing on the rooftop, scream because it therefore becomes your responsibility to save the rest of the children in this country. I mean, one can understand a parent who is riddled with guilt for having had their child stabbed uh, and could well take some hundreds of thousands of dollars to not talk about it, but what you just said is is everything it's the it's the responsibility of that for the death the rest for the, of them for the and for the death of hundreds of thousands That's of right. children you can be riddled with Not guilt for the death own. of your own child or you can be riddled with guilt for the death of thousands more children and that's what is starting to fill me with contempt for these parents, which is not a nice emotion considering what they've just gone through. They've made a mistake and now it's their duty to stop other people from making the same mistake. And no one is going to blame them for the first mistake because they have been 
hypnotized and they have never been given enough information to make a true informed consent but they will be blamed yeah. for the future deaths of other children You're listening to Liberty and Z and uh, John Ansell. That's your cue, John. That's your signature, the signature uh, introduction. I, I guess you already oh, knew that. Like that. Was I supposed to speak at that point? It was so. Supposed, yeah. No, Jeez. no. I was just playing yeah. it by ear, mate. Gee, that that, uh, that noise equalisation was something else. That was that just about blew my eardrums out. It's terrible. Do not wear it? earplugs. Do not wear earplugs is the is the key here. Um, yeah, yeah. How yeah. are you doing? I like that song. Yeah, uh, good. I'm good. I had a relatively relaxed day. I'm sort of semi-sick as well, but not really. If yeah, that's a lot COVID, of us have come down. It changes season, doesn't it? Beginning of the if that's beginning COVID, of the month. you can. Yeah, if yeah. that's COVID, oh. it's nothing. <laughs> We've I mean, got neighbours. The, the kids yeah. one kid tested positive, so people are rushing over to their place to try and catch it. I know. <laughs> it's like I a, know. a what do you call it? Those parties they used to have with measles and take your kids along or mumps or whatever. Yeah. It was. Yeah, infectathons. Yeah. Well, I, I, I was with somebody. I was with somebody at the at the protest, and her daughter was sick at home, looking with, with dad, and and it turns out they both got positive for COVID. Yeah. So that's what I presume I had the next day. I would have been positive. I uh, got uh, a temperature of thirty eight, and I was oh, a bit that's... shivery. I was shivery, and it seemed like the it seemed like the flu. Uh, my nose. Didn't so much run as it sort of just was starting to walk. I think it was. It, it's never really turned into a flood. It was. I could sort of feel it overnight. Oh, I thought, oh, a cold's coming, but yeah. it didn't really. It didn't really come. So, um, so I don't know what that was. And I've been. I've been dosed up on all sorts of stuff. Uh, all sorts of vitamin C, yeah, different vitamin, vitamin C, C products, products and fruits yeah. and. Yeah. Bit of ivermectin, bit of ivermectin. I got procured, yeah, not, not the horse face, but put us in uh, for a, a prescription. Oh, yeah, it's got some of that. Do I, uh, how do I get some of that? Do I just talk to Clark well, Gayford for a, one of those? Probably, ones? I think probably. Yeah. I think I've used up my supply, but you know, I don't, I don't, I don't appear to have. Uh, I don't appear to have died. No. Um, <laughs> I don't appear to be on a. I don't appear to be on a ventilator. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, how do you do that? <laughs> Well, I was as paranoid as anyone about this thing when it first started off, you know, a couple of years ago. Mm. Yeah, but me too. On, on receipt of new information, it would appear that it's it's widely exaggerated. And yeah, and uh, it's, as more and more people, well, two things are going to happen, aren't they? More and more people are going to realise that Omicron is really the the five letters in the middle, micro. Yeah. Uh, and the other thing that's going to happen is more and more people they know are going to be dropping dead. Uh, from the vaccines. Uh, 
from the vaccines. Absolutely. So those two things are going to be interesting. Now we've got mm. sports stars dropping dead, like we've had. Uh, We've had a wonderful Inga Tuigamala. We've had Joely Vindiri. We've had uh, Shane Warne now, which is rather ironic. A great cricketer, mm. uh, but had the audacity to lecture Djokovic about why he should be booted out of Australia. Well, that, uh, it's kind of advantage Novaks, really, isn't it now? Yeah. yeah uh, and who else is trying to Rodney Marsh? That's reputed that it might be something. He's 74, which is, you know, people yeah. do die at 74. But, you know, these are just going to keep piling up all these bodies of sportsmen who have been vaxxed. Um, I'd, like Djokovic to new, I'd like to Djokovic see... Djokovic will win. I'd like he to just a, needs to... Sorry, uh, we've got a delay. Uh, you carry on. Oh, yeah. I'd like to see a newsreader or two. And I say that with absolutely no compassion you whatsoever. Do. I'd love yeah. to see a lot of policemen drop dead. Yeah. Uh, I'd love to see the entire cabinet drop dead. You'd never Probably, say that two years they, ago. You'd never they, say that, uh, would you? But now we do. They, I would like to see the entire parliament drop dead, but they mm. won't because they're because they uh, the murderous the murderous sods will have had the placebo. Yeah. Um, the police senior sergeants. I'd like to see every senior sergeant at parliament drop dead. Uh, they deserve it because they are absolutely mindless thugs. They are running interference for a genocidal monster. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I said that more or less to their faces uh, and do not resile from any anything I said to them uh, as loudly as possible. Uh, they, they are the scum of the earth, the New Zealand police. Either, as I said to them, either they are traitors and bullies or they're cowards and bullies uh, or all three. But they behaved despicably and they've actually done us a, a service because they showed their ferality. Yeah, true, true character. To, to hundreds of cameras. Mm. It's now evident, I think, that the fires were lit by uh, one of their rope ends, what would you call them, one of their paid paid stooges. Yeah, there, was nobody, there was nobody in masks at the protests. Nobody mm. had masks on. That was the whole point. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> And yet there were masked people lighting fires. Yeah. And uh, and throwing this bricks. Will, this will come out. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. And I noticed that the uh, I noticed that the uh, Lickspittal Twitterati somebody was it Henry Cook, one of those losers um, of journalists, journalists, uh, or was it somebody Mari? I think might have put a a picture of a couple of white women. Are digging up some some of the paving stones, a couple of little you know cobblestones. Mm. Now that she would, they would have had to work very hard to find anyone like that <laughs> doing that. Mm. But of course, that becomes the issue. It's back to the white supremacists again. You know, I was interviewed twice by um, I was interviewed by uh, Te Karere. They're trying to make me out to be one of the white supremacist organisers of the protests. You know, it's absolutely ludicrous. They never um, published it. No, that's right. They wouldn't because I, I gave it to them too much. Mm. Um, I told them it's a bit rich, you know, if they're, if they're asking for my comments on, on Te Rapraha's proclamation, or, or sorry, the, the tribe of Te Rapraha's proclamation that they own parliament. Because mm. the Māori have got this idea, you know, at the top end or the bottom end, whatever you call it, the, the iwi end, 
but that they own everything, of course. Uh, and so you see all these ludicrous claims, one after the other, that this tribe or that tribe owns parliament. I think Lee, Liz put that to bed quite well in that interview of yours. Um, but I was uh, I know a little bit about the uh, the tribe of uh, Terapraha, the Ngati Toa. Yeah, tell us about that. Uh, and uh, so I so, so I said to the said to Takari, they weren't expecting it that uh, sort of it's a bit rich that um, the tribe of, of Terapraha, one of the biggest genocidal monsters of the nineteenth century, should now be participating in the in the genocide of the twenty first century. Mm. Um, so they weren't expecting that. They were expecting me to sort of, um, I suppose, endorse uh, on behalf of, of we, the protesters, the the tribes claim that they own parliament. Um, well, no, no, that, actually, Ngāti Tower were protesting. So that, that, Ngāti Tama are the ones who claim ownership, which is interesting because they're the tribe that that uh, Te Rau waved through from uh, also from North Taranaki like he was, or he was from Kafia originally, until he came mm. ethnically cleansed all the people from the lower North Island, uh, and he waved them through to ethnically cleanse the Ngāti era people so that they could become the, the Tangata Whenua of Wellington. It's like, it's like they're Tangata Whenua of, <laughs> Tangata Whenua of everywhere, Indigenous to everywhere. If you can crack that, you've got it made. Um, and then, of course, they went off and genocided the Moriori in the, probably the biggest genocide in world history per capita um, shortly after that. So it's a bit rich to be, you know, laying some sort of sanctimonious claim to anywhere, really, mm. uh, when they've got records like that. They should just drop all that and uh, we should all get along. And, and uh, But anyway, there's been wonderful Maori people at the, at the protests uh, generally, the, the sort of the non-tribal separatists—they're the ones that I like—and um, it was just a very harmonious time and a, ver and a very wonderful. It was almost like the dawning of a new country. It was like the creation of a new country, witnessing it before your eyes. Yes, where, that's what Liz was talking about. Yeah, everything was being set up from scratch, and uh, mm. And uh, if there was a problem, then some engineer would come in. You know, the, the, it, it, they would try to paint it. And shamefully, Ngāti Toa were, were, were doing it too. But all of the critics, you know, Mallard, Emperor Nero Mallard, I mean, there's a picture of him looking for all the Ngāti Toa like, or Ngāti Tama? Like, uh, well, there's two. Ngāti Toa were actually put out a press release sla slamming the protesters. Hmm. Ngāti Tama's view is that they own, is that they own parliament grounds and so mm. parliament should get off well i think liz answered that reasonably well yeah uh if they gifted it well then they gifted it you can't take your gift back can you no um but uh anyway apart from these little minor relatively minor squabbles and, and the maori just can't sort of help themselves but do that stuff i don't know why i suppose i do know why it's because the weak white people let them get away with it yeah. uh especially the women Apart from Liz, uh, <coughs> excuse me. I mean, you, you look at the education system. You've got weak white women, basically can't can't surrender the country that their forefathers built fast enough, and they're in all of the teaching positions and all the, all the higher ups. You know, all the green haired lesbians that run education. You know, <laughs> um, am I not allowed to say and that? The, oh. And the pink haired, um, whatever lesbian well, wannabes well, that are running I mean, hell. I mean, 
nothing wrong with lesbians, <laughs> but you know. But it's just not not pink haired and green haired ones. No, uh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> but uh, I mean, sooner or later, we've got you know we've got to be able to say this stuff because it's yeah. it's, it's destroyed New Zealand. It is uh, in recent decades. This this uh, feverish groveling to. Very, very minor minorities. Minorities, yeah. I mean, trans. Yeah. How many people are transgender? I mean, I know one. I know one. I, yeah. I felt very sorry for her actually. Yeah. Well, she was a bloke, but yeah. she was. Some of them. Looked, some of them are lovely she, people. But she was. But she was very nice, and she yeah. was very, very harassed by just about everyone. So she wasn't. Mm. You know, she deserved sympathy, but she thought she should get into a women's gym. Mm. You know, so that's just my one of my experiences. But you know, we we we. we because there's nothing much to do between wars, they come up with this, all these absurdities, all this woke absurdity to pretend that there are crises when there aren't. But now, of course, we do have a war. So all of mm. that's going to, all of that. That's right. All of a sudden subside. people become sane again, don't they? Suddenly we're, suddenly we're back to two genders again. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, Ed Dutton, uh, Professor Ed Dutton covers that. He's brilliant. Uh, the um, What's he called? The uh, Jolly Heretic on YouTube. Very funny. And a very bright oh, man. Yeah, yeah have a yeah. look at him. Mm. Yeah, you see. He, he'd agree with you. But um, I've just bought myself a whole lot of more, more controversy now. I'm apparently a Nazi <laughs> again. Uh, I just got sent something. It, it smacks of, for all the world, like Byron C. Clarke, who's oh, about, yeah. as, a, he's about yeah. as, uh, fan, as much of a fantasist as Arthur C. Clarke. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, actually, Arthur C. Clarke was probably a lot more sensible than Byron C. Clarke. But yeah. anyway, I'm, I'm a, I appear to be, I've been identified as uh, one of the Nazi cooker. What is a cooker? Cookers and Nazis, it says. What, what's a cooker exactly? Have I missed a, a cooker? I see cooking up some propaganda, yeah, maybe. I suppose so, yeah. yeah. I see there's Leighton yeah. Baker. And, a cooker. Oh, I, I feel privileged to be on the, in the group. I mean, there are others there that I wouldn't be so keen to be associated with, like, like mm. Philip Arps. But. Philip Harps. Well, I think he's the guy that puts the puts the pigs outside mosques or something. He was he was he, oh, does he? Oh. he was uh, prominent at the time of the Christchurch massacre. I think he went to prison. Mm. But you know, it's just the usual um, leftist wankers like like <laughs> like Byron C. Clark. Uh, I just banned someone for typing wankers in the yeah. uh, text. Now I've got to bring them back now. Oh, sorry, but pretending yeah. that the, you know, the likes of me are some sort of some sort of threat to the. I'd like to be a threat to the state. And I've just said it. I haven't now. got any guns, um, but uh, some sort of you know one of the the most evil people in the land. And there's also on those lists of people like Damien Dement and there's and there's mm. uh, you know Leighton Baker, probably Chantel. These are good people. They are good and, people. And. Uh, yeah. Uh, why am I in there? I'm not especially prominent at the moment. I'm just, I'm just being put there because I'm a sort of a, uh, a supposed racist from way back that can be included at this time, mm. um, because you know it's the sort of thing I would do is organise this sort of, um, which I didn't, you know, which of course I've got nothing to do with, but um, it doesn't stop these people because I've got a bit of form on the on on the racist front, on the racial front, because I believe in equal citizenship. So they bring back all this stuff. All of these people that are supposed to be so evil believe in things like equal citizenship and not killing babies uh, with um, time bomb, with genetic time bombs. That makes you a bad person. If you if calling you them argue, vaccines. 
Mm. Yeah, if you argue against if you argue against genetic time bombs in the blood tunnels that that want to murder everybody according to a long-standing leftist um, uh, policy, then you're a bad person. So, uh, you know, I, I would feel honoured to be in that in that sort of company. But I think most people are over that now. Most I think most people with, as I say, a IQ above room temperature know that this stuff is just is just trickery. Mm. And they just embarrass themselves whenever they do it. But um, we, we've still got progress. We've still got progress to be made because there's still people that that buy this, you know, this Jacinda Nista position, or at least they they're going along with it, probably because they're too scared to admit that they've just killed themselves and their children. I guess that would be a little bit hard to accept. I've got a son in that category. I mm. doubt whether it's even dawned on him that uh, it wouldn't have dawned on him to look in a newspaper or, or, or find out anything about it, hopefully. Otherwise, he's in for a very, very rude awakening while he slams me for um, for being an embarrassment. And I find that very, very upsetting to have to report. But there's lots of people with lots of family members who are effectively morons uh, because they are terminally incurious. You know, we are, well, this is what she's done, though. This is what yeah, this government have yeah. done. They've broken well, up families, split them yeah. up the middle. I think what separates us is that there's two tribes, and when when the, the mm. government says jump, one side says how high, yeah, and the other side says why, why, yeah, or no, Who says? Or piss off, yeah, yeah, that's us, and, and mm. we don't take things at face value. We don't accept that a pink-haired lunatic uh, who says that when the vaccine goes into your upper arm. Uh, and it gets engaged with by these um, antibodies, and everything's rosy after that. Mm. And, and yet you've got a doctor in Murupara who says, yeah. Dr. Conlon, 34 years, a great doctor for 34 years, until he wrote in his uh, on a patient's file what he saw that was a magnetic object sticking to her chest. Yeah. yeah. He just wrote what he saw, and he, for that, he struck off. That's right. And you get a moron like uh, Helen Petusis Harris, yeah, yeah. a doctor, who says it's just, you know, magnetism is just sweat. Well, I tell no. you what, I, I was able, I, I got a bit hot and bothered, I went on a walk and I thought, I wonder if I could stick uh, teaspoons to myself now. And I was able to. I was able to stick a teaspoon to myself um, with slightly sticky, a sticky uh, arm mm. from this, you know, it wasn't sweating profusely, it was just it was a bit sticky. And but it doesn't work when you bend over. You know, if you if, if you if you're <laughs> sure. vertical, if you're vertical, yes. If you're vertical, yeah. you, you can, can lean you back can, slightly. You can make you can make the case yeah. that yes, you can stick a teaspoon to a to a sticky arm, but not when you um, you know bend forward or back, then it falls off. Mm-hmm. But they, you know, this is what liars do. They get away with a, a sort of a white lie, a half lie, a half truth. But they shouldn't be leading doctors in our country, should they? No. They shouldn't be able to tell half-truths like that. And I know the people who have had that magnetism uh, from shedding, and it's real, and it happens when they lean forward. With the, the, oh, they've the te- had it from... The teaspoons sh- stay stuck. The teaspoons stay stuck. From shedding as well, as from, well as getting in- injected. Yeah, well, from... From uh, yes, that's right. From yes, that's right. Well, one of our one of our interviewees, it was Lynette. 
Oh, yes. Yeah, that's think, right. I remember. Uh, mm. uh, Lynette and also uh, Luana and also Alana, our doctor friend, she yes. she experienced shedding because um, she had a family member who was who came and shed on her. Uh, <laughs> and uh, she was Sorry. able to w- witness this. Yes, she was able to witness this f- for herself. But that's just one of the just one of the areas of division where one side says one thing and one says the other. Yeah. But when you know people that these things have happened to, then you're inclined to believe them. Mm. And uh, no, it's just it seems to me that it's society is split between the honest and the dishonest. Yeah. Uh, people who are honest enough to admit a mistake, for example, that's or people who are honest. You know, what what is the definition of honesty when when somebody um, tells the truth at all costs and it costs them their what what is a I had a, an advertising boss who said a, a principle isn't a principle till it costs you money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until, we've got the, people until on, the rubber hits the road. Yeah, we've got people then, on yeah. our side that it's cost mm. it's cost dearly to hold yeah. the beliefs that that we hold. Mm. Um, and if they get and if they get something wrong, being honest, well, they will say, "Oh, yes, well, I made a slight mistake on that one, but this one was right." So you know, you're looking for those sort of signs to recognise your own tribe, aren't you? But well, on the other I'm side, doing... we have people that would never admit a mistake. We've got people who never admit a, and, and would never do the research that that we do. They would just their, their research, their curiosity only extends to what does Jacinda Ardern say. Do you remember when Ardern was asked um, if you did, uh, if you were caught in a lie, mm. and then she said, "Well, I believe it's possible for people to not to lie." And but then she went on to say, "But if I make a mistake, well, it's not a mistake we're talking about. We're talking about a lie. If you lie, they're not mistakes. They're lies. They're different." Yeah, I don't remember her going on. I remember her saying that she went on. Yeah, she went on. She and phrases talked, uh, if I make a mistake, you know, and it was in context with if you're caught in a lie, right? Because I think and they learned this. Blur the lines between lying and making a mistake. It's completely yeah. different. Perhaps they learned this at Waikato University communication courses or, or Klaus Schwab Young Leaders uh, classes, but they, but Maybe. she. Interesting how she worded that, though. Mm. You know, I, well, I happen to, but I do believe it is possible to have a career in politics without lying. Yeah, you know, and I would agree with that, and I'm sure you would agree with that, Grant. It's just that she doesn't do it. No, she, she believes it's. She, she believes doesn't want to. <laughs> she believes it's possible, but she just doesn't uh, doesn't practice it. Mm. But she's, <laughs> she if she, if she's caught in a lie. She calls it a mistake. Yes, <laughs> or somebody else's mistake. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I well, I wanted to play your interview with Takarari. Oh, I hope okay. I pronounced that properly. Where it's twenty minutes long. I could leave it till another time, um, but it would mean that we'd probably have to want, wrap this up in the next five minutes if we wanted to get it in. I think yeah, in the next oh. six minutes. I don't know. Do you feel like chatting on for another half hour, or do you want me to play your interview? For oh well, ask the others. Hmm. Does I've anyone want to have a talk with John? If if somebody wants to give us a ring and have a have a chat, if you think that we said something that needs to be put right, or if you just want to share something, uh, you're more than welcome. There was one person there that wanted to have a William Wallace. Him. William Wallace is very he, voluble tonight. He's, he's very a great man. He, he works I rather for think it. I rather think he's probably Scottish, but he's probably not. I've got Matthew too. Paul Matthews. Very encouraging. 
William is. He's been very he's encouraging very, to this program. Yeah. He and writes he's a great very guy. nice he writes very nice comments of encouragement. <laughs> oh, he says, I'm not, but I die for freedom with lots freedom. of ease. Yes. That's maybe right. we should hear maybe we should hear from him. Do we hear from it, him sometimes? I'll get, yeah, I can't I, remember. He has phoned in, yeah. I'll give him a try now, but he's probably not going to because he's probably on shift. Uh, I should probably shouldn't say where he's working. Oh, because okay. he's he's one of the last in the company that's not vaccinated, <gasps> and he's Ooh. been using Liz Liz Lambert's uh, section eighty three, and he's managed to stave it off. There's a man here. Oh just, no, he's uh, he's just putting the baby to bed. Oh, yeah. He's a good he's a good dad. There's a man called Crucible. Crucible is I'm from the US. Yeah, I'm from the US, and I lean right. Am I in the right place? Yes. <laughs> You certainly Although are. the right, the right in New Zealand is part of the left. They are I now. Yep. Yeah, that's right. There is that's no right. right in New Zealand. Uh, we have this nominal party called the National Party, which was founded in 1936 to oppose communism. They've just not quite found it the right time. It's never quite the right time to honour their founding principles, mm. and especially especially now, where they actually actually are more or less hardcore communists. And same with the ACT Party, which is supposed to be further to the right than National. Um, I don't trust that man, uh, David that is run, Yes, that is run by a globalist weasel Yeah, uh, who um, I had a stand-up row with in Carterton over the... Just uh, recently? Uh, no, before the last election. Yeah, oh, yeah. The, Crucible. I, I went along. Yeah, sorry. Carry, no, carry on. Yeah. Crucible. Oh. Crucible he he wanted to have a chat. We can we'll, we'll give him a shot. See how it see how he sounds. If he doesn't sound any good, we can chop him off. What do you think? Oh, that's not very nice. <laughs> that's not the, very nice. Oh no, it's not the that. it's not the Scotsman. Don't say that to our American friends. All right then, Americans. Well, they they're, they're, they don't they they they've got an accent. They don't speak proper English. We owe them a great deal from from. World War Two. Oh, that's right. World they War saved III, our bacon, World War, didn't they? World War Three. I'm not so sure. World War Three is not. It's not working out in their favour. At least not in um, under the present presidency. They saved our bacon, all right. And we had ships. Uh, we had well, we had uh, the Japanese <coughs> were in our in our harbour. There was reports of the Japanese coming into the Auckland Harbour. So yeah. if it wasn't for the Yanks, but they're not all. We call them Yanks, but they're not really Yanks. Yanks are up in the north, aren't they? Well, I, we have great. Um, I, I suppose I have my existence to, uh, to um, because of, uh, I'm not putting the words together tonight. But my father went off to war. I use his war medals quite a bit at these protests, mm. and I get congr- I get congratulated for my service, for my war service, and everything, which is embarrassing. But it's my father. He was just a, you know, he was just another, another trooper. But he he, he wanted to go to the Middle East, but he went to the he got sent to the Pacific. Uh, and uh, but they were pulled out when the American when things got really hot in the Pacific, the New Zealanders with their dodgy gear got pulled out, and the Americans who'd been stationed places like Paikakariki down this end of the North Island and other places, they got sent off uh, with their better gear to fight the Japanese and get killed. Mm. So it's uh, we owe them a great deal from those mm. times. Yeah, and do. I don't like I don't like bagging America. Um, but a lot they, of New Zealanders do bag America. Oh yes, it is, quite, it is very sad. It's quite fashionable. Um, yeah, but 
and I don't bag Trump, but I, I don't think I'm so fond of this new chap who's... Mr. Biden. His, his basement at the moment. Um, <laughs> yeah, he seems to have... This whole Ukrainian thing, It's 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 uh, to me it's rather sickening seeing the Ukrainian flag flying from the New Zealand House of Representatives next to the New Zealand flag, which is yeah, one of the few... One that's of, one not of right. The, I think that's jumping to conclusions. Yeah, it is. Uh, I think we have to understand the Russian predicament. Mm. I understand um, Putin a lot better than I used to. Yeah. Uh, and Russia is entitled to protect its its borders from aggression, which is what they perceive with the... Um, NATO. With the, with the NATO bases. And he mm-hmm. seems to be doing a job. He seems to be doing a, doing, doing a number on the New World Order Crooks yeah, as well. He doesn't like the new world order. Yeah, and that's bit, why they don't like him. That's the bit I like about mm, about yeah. Putin. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be on the wrong side of him. <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't, no, you'd have to watch your coffee. But um, every every commentator is just bagging him all over the world, bagging. That's, and that's disgusting. I mean, it uh, is. They don't know anything. Uh, all of a sudden, they're experts on this war. They were experts on COVID nineteen, and, and now they're experts on Ukraine. Yeah. Yeah. I think we need to have a, a, a lot more balanced view, and we have to realise yeah. what's going on in Ukraine, uh, and and what it would be to our advantage to to support him and his smashing of the of the bio labs. Mm, that that's produce, right. Presu- that's presumably right. producing more of these toxins that, that are killing us, part of the genocide. So, mm, yeah, it's far too simplistic to say, "Oh, let's weep for Ukraine." Of course, we weep for every anyone who is who is part of a war. But uh, Putin doesn't want this war. No, he's been negotiating so. for years. They don't want it. He never wanted it's the, it. It's the arrogance of yeah. of unfortunately us Westerners mm. that have that have poked the bear bear too too much. I think. Mm. Uh, well, we've got an American, nice American crucible. Hello, sir. Hello. Hey guys, how are you? We're Hi. great, mate. How are you? Early morning for you. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. But I'm in Idaho. Idaho. Oh, great. Good to have you on. No, I'm no, sorry. No, no, no I, I Grant. Think... Grant. He said night owl. Yes. Night oh, owl. I thought he said oh. Idaho. Oh, I'm sorry. A, a night owl. Oh, a night I'm in, owl. I'm in Chicago. Oh, great. Yeah, which is not Idaho. I don't think I've had any from, anyone from Chicago call us yet. So thank you. Welcome. Yeah, I'm listening to you guys, and I'm curious what what is the I'm, I'm a conservative, and I live in a very blue state, and I live in a country right now that is um, a blue country, and I wonder I, I I am not a big fan of Donald Trump. I voted for him. I think his re, I think his personality is repugnant. But I think his policies are effective. And I think we threw the baby out with the bathwater when we when when we re, when we did not reelect him. But I guess from your viewpoint over in you guys are in New Zealand, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So where, where you guys sit and you watch our country and you see what's taken place over the last year or so. If Donald Trump were in office, do you believe we would he would have received more blame for everything that's gone down? Or do you believe that because a Democrat is in office that we somehow didn't get the whole story 
of what was really going on in our country, which has been a very ugly year over the past 13 to 14 months. Hmm. That's yeah. a good question. I, I don't know if we would, that, that America would be in the position that it's in. And I don't think there'd be a war in, uh, in Ukraine right now if Donald Trump had been president. He would have done a deal. Well, I think. He, he talks I think to he's, I think you've. I think Mr. Crucible has, is, is more or less thinks the way I do. Um, yeah. I, I wouldn't say Trump is repugnant. I, I think. I, I wish he'd, you know, be, a little more scrupulous about telling the whole truth all the time. Mm. Uh, it just, it just seems like you know. I went to New York once, and it's kind of you know everyone's kind of like that. You know, everyone's loud and. Like you know, with, with their feelings on the outside, and you know, it's it's he's just kind of a loudmouth New Yorker, <laughs> and uh, so you can sort of forgive forgive his personality to to an extent that he's he's the ultimate in pos positive thinking. He, if, if if nothing else, he is uh, the model of the power of positive thinking. I think Norman Vincent Peale actually was his wedding celebrant or something. And, and so if I, I may interject real I quick, no, I mean, I, repugnant Norman, Norman was a little bit of an overstatement. He's a little yeah, bit he's bombastic. Not, he's not. But you're yeah, right. Yeah, and he's, it doesn't yeah. go down well in the. It doesn't go down well in the Midwest and, and right, in right. civilized civilized places. And same here. Um, but you know, I think you can forgive um, his out there personality in in terms of what he brings. Uh, what he is, what he brought to the country. I think he got fooled about the vaccines. I, I think he got he got blindsided by Fauci. I, I don't think he was malicious, but he he certainly he seemed to have dropped the ball because Fauci had too much influence on him or something. But otherwise, he seemed to be doing everything right. And um, you know, I think he's I think he was a heroic president. And sort of people like me do. But of course, there's a huge, would be a huge tirade of abuse from the other side. But how you could, how you, how you can justify Biden on any level, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Um, it's just, it's just corruption everywhere you look, as far as I can see. Trump's major crime was rudeness. You know, you, you, the people who criticise him. I'll shut up in a second, but it seems to me that there are people on the other side. I wish you guys would get your colours sorted out because red to us means communism. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, to the rest of the world, it should be blue. But, yeah, yeah, blue, blue is supposed to be the good guys over here, and most of the rest of the world, mind you, in Australia they have a Liberal Party, which is the Conservative Party. So, oh, anyway, but um, crazy. but the the uppermost value of the people on the other side uh, appears to be kindness, and when you look at Jacinda Ardern, you realise that the type of the kind of kindness that it is, that is not very kind. So that's their top value, not honesty, but kindness. And their bottom value, the worst thing you can be, the worst human being that's ever been since the dawn of time is Donald Trump because he's rude. Rudeness mm. is the lowest, lowest thing, not, not genocide or, you know, dishonesty in any other way. It's just, it's rudeness. And that is pathetic to, to bag Trump because he's a bit rude when there's plenty to be rude about, uh, to me, is a, is a disgrace. Well, let, 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 me, so, let me put it in perspective, guys. Let's go back 20 years. Social hey, media hey, does not exist. Christopher, can Mr. I stop Christopher. you? There? You're just popping a little bit there. Can you maybe just move your mic a little bit further away from your mouth because you're, it's quite loud. I'm sorry, okay, I'm okay now? No, that, 
Yeah, that'll be fine. Yeah. Sure. Loud sorry. American. Sorry. sorry to interrupt. No, it's not your <laughs> fault. It's just you <laughs> popping. You've got a good mic. What sort of mic have you got for it to be so loud like that? I'm just on an iPhone. That's it. Oh, iPhone. Yeah, just move oh. back a little bit. They're good, those iPhones, aren't they? Apparently. Fantastic. Yeah, you just uh, just step it, step it away from your mouth a bit and you'll be great. Okay, all right, cool. Mm. Yeah, I guess what I was saying was um, let's let's remove social media from Donald Trump's tenure in office. Let's just go back even 20 years. If, you know, we're not going back 50 years. We're going back 20 years, which is nothing these days. Remove his tweets, remove all of his social media stuff. You're, you're, nobody's hearing about any of his personality stuff. Yeah. All they're knowing about is his policy stuff. And you're going to read some interviews here and there, but nobody reads the newspapers back then. Nobody cares. So with, with, if Donald Trump is, if you remove social media from Donald Trump's tenure, would he not be considered one of the better one term presidents in the country's history? Mm-hmm. The statistics say two-term president yeah he should have been a two-term president he should have been a two-term president i cannot believe that he lost that last election how can that that has to be fraud involved for him to lose that i would agree yeah but i mean there's no point analyzing these things logically because we have we have an ethical gulf anyway i think yeah yeah Yeah. and it's not subject it's not subject to to logical analysis (laughs) No, and and and, and we like, we like Trump. We yeah, kind of like Trump. And we, and we and they kind of don't. I've seen well, the analysis in the states, and we've seen the state by state. And without getting too deep into it, there there was fraud. Yeah, yeah. What is quite a different? What is different uh, from twenty years ago is that you've heard of us. Uh, we've heard you you in America. It, it used to be very. Insular. I think New Zealand was thought to be somewhere near Greenland, uh, and but now there's this whole world has opened up. We are all engaging with other people uh, in other like-minded countries, and even Europe, where where they 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 very helpfully now speak English, so they don't seem like foreigners the way that they used to to us when you know Czechs and Danes and Swedes and Portuguese, they spoke these funny, funny languages that we couldn't understand. So it was easier to see them as sort of somehow foreign. But now the whole world, we, we're kind of, we can, we get now that we're all roughly similar. And in the Anglo world, we have, we have think, a lot of things in common. Americans are now aware of this place called New Zealand, among others, because of people like, I suppose, people like Peter Jackson and, um, Lord of the Rings and all that, but it wouldn't have entered into the conversation, the the idea of this of New Zealand or Jacinda or Jacinda Ardern, you know, the New Zealand Prime Minister. Think, I wish I wish she didn't enter into global discussions, but unfortunately, she is our gift to the world, uh, to the communist world. But we we can we can understand each other a lot more. There's a I suppose it's this diversity thing. Uh, I, th- I think diversity, to an extent, is is a useful thing, um, in that we can see our humanity. We can see we can see humanity in in every country, whereas before we were just separated by 
by language and um, not having the internet. But but don't Social you think media. to some extent that diversity can be um, to our detriment at, at some point? Yeah. I mean, if, if, if that becomes the priority. You've got a good point there. Yeah. Yes, you know, that's, there's, right. There's a, that's right. And what's going on here in the States right now is there's a huge um, priority around what they call equity, social equity. And it mostly rev- mostly revolves around racial equity. Uh, in other words, there's there's a a a a retribution that has to be paid for past um, um, incarcerations and wh- whatever we've determined um, have been um, transgressions against the black community. You know, we're now going to make them right by, you know, carving out certain things for, you know, um, cannabis recently went legal in Illinois. And so they carved out all these special things for, for black communities who were affected by drugs in the day when it was illegal and they were all getting arrested and whatnot. And in the, in the um, interest of what they call equity, but that's not equality. And, and so what we we have some what I was saying was they set aside what equity means is we're taking a piece of something and setting it aside as compensation for something in the past. That's not equality. You don't have a level playing field anymore because you're carving out something for one group and not another group. So what I think what happens today in the U.S., is people confuse the words equity and equality. They sound the same, but in the context of what goes on in our country right now, they're completely different. We have, uh, we, we've sort of been leading the world in this groveling to, uh, groveling to minorities, as it were. Uh, maybe that's a bit tough, but we've, we've got a, the Maori people here signed a, treaty with the British Crown in 1840 and depending on your view of it it's either the sacred covenant or it's a permission slip to provide you know sovereignty for perfection protection for equal citizenship which is what I think it was it was the um it was more of a permission slip to let the British run the country as long as they could keep their stuff. Um, and to, because there was certain threats to the Maori, which included uh, lawless British convicts from Australia, but also the, the, the French who wanted to come and colonize New Zealand as well, or were making noises about it, and other Maori tribes who were wanting vengeance for the uh, vicious raids of the northerners when they had all the guns. So there were all sorts of reasons why why they agreed to this accommodation. Um, but others will say f- for their own advancement um, that it was a partnership, therefore everyone everything has to be 50-50. Can you imagine America doing that? Can you imagine the United States of America giving away its name? Well, that's what's happening here. The name America, the name New Zealand is being sacrificed to the name Aotearoa, which didn't really exist at the time of the treaty, but that doesn't, 
that doesn't sort of seem to bother the, the people who are claiming it should be the name. So, uh, you know, imagine America um, being handed 50-50 to the African-Americans. Uh, that's what's going on here in New Zealand. We're leading the world in capitulation. We're the world capital of capitulation. So that's going on as well as we have this virus, uh, this vaccine catastrophe happening here. We have uh, about 30 years of relentless uh, capitulation to the corporate Maori, not the average Maori. The average Maori don't see any of the money that's being being sucked out of um, the pockets of uh, ordinary New Zealanders and, and siphoned off to benefit the corporate Maori fraudsters um, because it's kind of the thing to do and people are too weak and too feeble to object to it. So that's going on here and then it's starting to take off in Australia as well. They might be more, there might be more legitimacy to the claims of Aboriginal people over there, I don't know, but when the whites got here, when the British got to New Zealand, they were like weak liberals or, or they'd abolished slavery, they'd abolished slavery in uh, all forms, I think, except ironically, Maori slavery on other Maori. <laughs> that still existed here. So, um, yeah, we've got all that going on. I think I've drifted from whatever the subject was. I'm sorry. Somebody save me, please. What, what was the question? No, I don't, I don't even know either. I don't either. That's funny, guys. I don't know. I, I just, I just, I'm kind of wondering, what is the vibe over there? Is it the same as over? Is is there a populist thing, or is it a people are in favor of the government, or because what's going on over here is there's been so much, um, you know, wokeism. We're, we're so afraid of saying anything and we do everything in political correctness mm. and our social policies, our economic policies, everything is based on not offending anybody and things are in turmoil over here. And, and it's a populist vibe that, that's going on in this country and it's to our detriment. What is the vibe over in New Zealand? I mean, is it a populist vibe or is it, is it a more conservative vibe? Or, you know, we, we are very much not happy with our government over here right now. Where do you guys stand well, with you're, that? You're, you're not. Well, this, this, this vibe, I mean, uh, there's two vibes, aren't there? Um, see, I, I'm someone who I did a, a political advertising for, well, both major parties at different times of my career when they were very different parties to what they are now. But um, I did a, a billboard in 2005 for the National Party, which is the Blue Party, which is your Red Party, <laughs> um, the sort of Republican equivalent. Um, and it, it's, it was talking about iwi, kiwi. Iwi is a, is a word for Maori tribe, and kiwi is a word for New Zealander. It's a bird, but it got adopted with a capital K as the name for, as a nickname for New Zealanders. And um, that was held to be, you know, it was about the ownership of the beaches. And we were saying that Labour represent iwi, which is the Maori tribes, and National represent kiwi, which is the New Zealanders, all New Zealanders, which includes the word iwi, because it's a bit clever that way. K-I-W-I includes the word I-W-I. And that was held to mean white people, which, of course, it didn't. It just meant all people. 
Um, so I got hammered for that as a racist. And now I, I just note that I've come up again in a list of the terrible people over this protest occupation of Parliament. I'm not a major figure, but I just, I just keep, I, I, I'm brought back because I represent a racist because I believe in equal citizenship. So I, I have some experience of what it's like being at the sharp end of that wokeism. Um, but I think more increasingly people don't buy it. Increasingly people think that's just silly. They realise it's just a trick of the left. Um, and thank goodness that they do. So that's what's, you know, that sort of, that whole identity politics thing is very much alive in New Zealand. We are incredibly weak. Um, if you're, you know, the whole uh, oppressors and oppressed regime that started with the Frankfurt School and, and and they went off to America and infested the universities over there in the 1920s and that's, you know, that's the identity politics that we see all over the world now. So New Zealand is, is, is thoroughly infested with that sort of thing in what I call the snivel servants, um, right through the public service, right through education, uh, politics and all of that. But there's a solid core of conservatives who just think that's ridiculous. So it, it really just depends who you talk to. I don't think you're very different from America, except that there's quite a few Americas, aren't there? There's uh, uh, well, California seems to be a law unto itself. And then there's the good guys in the middle and, and some... Fruit Loops on the other coast, <laughs> but but uh, we we're more of of one type, uh, and I think that type is rather pathetic, if you ask me. And we need to harden up. And we need. Oh hell! Oh my god! Oh dear! Yeah. Oh sorry about that. I don't know what happened there. I was just going to play something gentle because we're we've got two minutes, but there was just a oh. just a two minute bell. Let so Mr. carry on. Don't let, let me Mr. destroy that after I've ruined that thought. <laughs> let Mr. Crucible have the final. Mr. You Crucible have the final. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's no. lovely to have you, Mr. Mr. Crucible from well, Chicago. I, I appreciate you having me. And, you know, I, I think, you know, when it comes to that, <clears throat> excuse me, um, refresh my memory again. You guys threw me off of the music. <laughs> Give me a one. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're just we're all one big happy woke, woke infested world uh, that we need we need to fix that. But I think we're we're, we're, we're more learned. the world wokeism, isn't yeah. it? The whole world, yeah. the whole Western world is is ensnared with it, and uh, thinking people want to get free of it. Right. I think New Zealand you know, is it's a, oh yeah. yeah. I mean, I think New Zealand is no different than you know America in a lot of ways. I mean, we want you know we want to be independent. We want to be able to f speak freely. And, you know, we, we don't want to have racial crap. I don't know what your racial breakdown is in New Zealand. I know we don't have a lot of time right now, but, you know, part of the big problem in our, our country right now is we have a lot of racial, you know, division. Um, but, you know, I believe that um, conservatism is the best way to go. And I have yeah. really enjoyed your podcast. And when are you guys on again? And probably next Saturday, 8 o'clock, uh, New Zealand Standard Time. It's probably about one or two your time. Okay, very good. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thank you thank for you. being part of our program. I'll and be back, you, guys. Thanks a lot. Appreciate Bye. it. Bye. Thank you, John. Thanks, Brad. We don't get